Welcome to the Legion Outriders podcast, a member of the Radio Free Tattooing Network. You must unlearn what you have learned. Your source for the latest Legion news, opinion, and analysis. You will never find the more wretched hive of scum and villainy. John Archiquette. Will somebody get this big walking carpet out of my way? Matt Turner. I'm not afraid. And Joshua Gray. You will be. You're locked into the Legion Outrider podcast with John, Josh, and Matt here in Las Vegas, Nevada. And we're not going to call it the Hive of Scum and Villainy right now. We're going to call it uh, Hockey Town, USA. <laughs> yeah, go Knights, go, baby. Despite what uh, you know, Detroit might say. You know. Bye, bye, King. <laughs> bye, bye, Kings. So we're going to, you know, start out right off the bat talking about the uh, Star Wars Legion tournament we just had. It's, you know, stuff coming up. But Matt insisted that we we talked about hockey to start off with, right, Matt? Ice hockey? <laughs> Is there any other kind? Uh, I mean... No, we're not going to derail it too bad here. Uh, we'll get back into the Star Wars stuff, but we just had to give a quick shout-out to the local team because we just swept the Kings, and uh, we're moving on in the next round of the playoffs in our very first season. So anybody who's not from the U.S. and Canada has been paying attention... Uh, we're actually doing pretty well, and for a city that's not a hockey city, we're excited I, about that. Personally, me, you know, this will surprise nobody. I don't know what all the all the fuss is about. This is literally the worst season in franchise history, <laughs> so I don't know why you guys are all so excited. You've been a fan for years, right? <laughs> years, yeah. <laughs> I'm right. assuming you're making a joke about something. <laughs> yes. Okay. Because how could you be a fan for years if this is their first year? Exactly. The worst season in franchise history. I get references. Yay! Oh, <laughs> uh, well, so we won't we won't drag on too much hockey talk today, but we got some Star Wars stuff oh, too. Good. You know, since it is a you know Star Wars podcast, not necessarily a hockey podcast. There, we can make jokes there. Yeah, that, that would be good. <laughs> so what's been going going on, guys? You guys. Uh, you got any Star Wars games in this week? I have not gotten any games in this week. I've got a couple of opponents sitting out in the game room right now. Yeah, we're about to go waiting. out to uh, yeah, you know, league night. So, for... uh, you know, we've got game night going on here. So as soon as we're done with our duties here in uh, Outrider Central, then it's out there to play the game that we actually kind of talk like we're knowing something about and experts or something. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is Wii stuff. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> so, Matt, you were uh, you were kind of administering the tournament last weekend, right? Yeah, no, uh, it, it's it was a lot of fun. I did get to walk around and uh, watch a lot of the games and answer some calls here and there. Uh, hopefully, uh, well, definitely for our next event, I, I plan to be playing in it. But uh, we did get a quick game in last Friday, yep. me and you, John. Uh, which was a lot of fun. But uh, other than that, yeah, we had 13 players show up for uh, the our, our non-launch weekend tournament, so that was pretty good. Uh, we had a little bit of a Rebel, Rebel skew with uh, seven players playing Rebels, six Empire. That That's was all pretty of, balanced, though. Yeah, no, it's pretty close. Uh, I, I was a little bit shocked. I thought, because I see so many Imperial players here practicing, but yeah. then the tournaments bring out the Rebels, I guess. So that was pretty cool. <laughs> Uh, we played three rounds. Uh, everything went pretty smoothly. Uh, luckily, the uh, the facts we were talking about last week uh, helped uh, clear th- some things up for some rulings. So that was really nice. But uh, yeah, very excited to so, keep going. So how's pace of play? Like 
all the games that I've played leading up to now, you know, there's a lot of stop and start and looking at the rules and this does that. No, that doesn't do that. How do you do this? Is, is, well, that, luckily, is, that, starting to, is that starting to equalize a little yeah, bit? Yeah, no, if you've pl- played more than three games at this point, uh, which most people have except you, <laughs> it goes pretty quick, actually. No, uh, we had two-hour time limits, and by and large, everybody was able to play with that. We even had some brand-new people come out, and uh, we had the timer up on the wall, kind of kept an eye on it. But uh, I wasn't going to, like, shut down games. If for some reason they went past time, I just had them finish turn and then, you know, score it out and go to the next round. But uh, overall, yeah, most people were able to finish in that two-hour time frame. What's the list diversity looking like out there? Because, I mean, obviously there's not a whole lot you can do. with. Well, there's with, the one with, with the Stormtroopers. Right. No, okay. no, I know that. But, I mean, <laughs> like, are, are you seeing a lot of, like, straight-up mirror Vader matches? Vader seems to or... be very popular. Uh... <laughs> <sighs> what do you want from me, Josh? <laughs> No, I mean, I'm just curious, uh, like, how many mirror matches are you seeing? Are you seeing a lot of, there's, there's okay, at least it, always it's, it's Vader, some... three troops, and a bike and an ATSD against Vader, three troops, a bike and an ATSD? I saw, yeah, like, I, saw some, I saw some decent list diversity I mean, out there. Yeah. There, were, there were maybe two people running, two or three people running double ATSD lists. Was there? I, I saw at least two. Oh, okay. Um, I must not have been paying attention. I missed that, I I missed that first group. But I, I saw two people running uh, running double ATSC lists. Uh, there seemed like there were a couple. I didn't see any double airspeeders as far as I saw. No, I didn't see any of that. Uh, ATRTs were definitely, I think, the order of the day for the Rebels. Yeah. That's actually, I saw one guy was running the exact list that I ran against you on Friday. Well. Yeah, I know, right? I guess I mean, that's the new meta I'm now. Just, I'm just a trendsetter. <laughs> no, I, I, uh, Josh wasn't here for that, but I, I debuted my new list without the airspeeder where I ran uh, five troop units, one of which is bare bones. The other ones have AT, or excuse me, the uh, Z6 and one ion, and then <clears throat> three ATRTs with the uh, rotary blasters. Yeah, I saw some interesting builds with uh, the Rebel troops using the Z6 and then impact grenades. And basically, you're just using the Z6 dice to fish for extra uh, hits for the impact grenades. Yeah. And then going vehicle hunting for ATSTs or what have you. And I think I should have probably done that against you. But our game that we played, I have to say, that's probably the most fun game I've played yet. It was pretty ridiculous. And it, uh, yeah, no, I had a lot of fun. Our, our games are always fun. So True, but it was, it was probably the, the closest game I've played yet. Yes, and I'm so glad I figured out a way to throw it all away at the end there. I was finally <laughs> going to topple John and take the laurels of victory for my own brow. But no, no, I got, I got laser locked last round. So we're trying to get to either side's long edge to score for the, uh, for the breakthrough yep. scenario. And I have the units to do it. <laughs> However, one of the units I need to get, get over there to score would need to make a double move. So instead of activating that unit first, which I absolutely won the roll priority, I had the first activation, I'm like, hmm, but Vader and Luke are fighting here, and neither of them matter for the game, but I really want to kill Luke. And I did kill Luke. And then John activated his guy, suppressed my unit that couldn't make a double move, and I lost the game. Snatching defeat from the jaws of victory. It, it was it was mine to snatch, and I, I surely did. But it you was got, a super greedy. fun. I, I did get greedy, uh, just because I, you know, any chance Vader gets to kill Luke is just an opportunity not to be missed. Apparently, <laughs> even if it costs you the game in the well, end. Well, he, he did play characterfully, so 
you got that going for you. Yeah, no, uh, I, it was the narrative victory I was going yeah. for. So I, I, you can't use Luke in our next game. Oh, okay. <laughs> You'll have to use. Uh, so, I, so I can't play again until Leia comes Duke, out, basically. Duke Skiwalker or something. Because <laughs> he's dead. <laughs> just put it, Just draw another U on the card and have it Luke. You know, like, like just, the Zon trilogy. So, so there you go. I'll it's just, the clone Luke. I'll just draw a little mustache on Luke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who is this Jedi not guy, the same guy incognito? Oh, <laughs> uh, that was a good game. But yeah, I'm looking forward to get more games in this week. Uh, I know we've got. Yeah, we're getting ready for uh, the next tournament, which is going to be a big kind of. Uh, whoa, main... whoa, whoa! What? Let, let's let's not get ahead of ourselves yet. I want to get ahead of myself. We're, we're going we're to talk about that in a little bit. We got to lose. Are we? Some, we you got to tease a little bit. You know, you can't just you can't just throw it out there. It's about another tournament, guys. Shh. <laughs> We'll talk about that in a little bit. We got some, you know, we have the order of operations here. We have some. Well, you know, you've got the list in front of you. We have Star Wars news it. to talk about. We've got hobby news to talk about. We'll talk about some some facking, some facking going on. A lot of from, facking. Uh, Mr. Davy himself. Yeah. He's a dirty he's, facking. <laughs> he's a yeah. I'm not even going to no, go there. Not, I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole. Not going to do it. I'll, uh, <laughs> rabbit hole. So of course, every time one of those facts comes out, we got a uh, you know a whole army of uh, debaters going on online talking about uh, how they interpret the rules and then debating on mass yeah that's what the internet's for yeah so (laughs) arguing about games well yeah right and debating in mass yeah yes um so we're gonna we're gonna talk about the uh those emails and uh what that means for your weekend coming up at six uh and then (laughs) of course we'll talk about your your tournament that you, you want to bring up because I know you're just itching to talk about it's it. It's going to be fun. It will be fun. Maybe. So Probably. Yes, definitely. <laughs> we'll talk about that in a second. All right, Star Wars news. What kind of Star Wars news do we have going on? Ah. Uh-huh. Oh, you want to talk about right, tournaments right. now? Uh-huh. No. <laughs> no this, is, this, is, this is the breaking news. This is what everyone's tuned in for. Yeah. Um, we finally found out what Ewoks do in their spare time. But first... <laughs> first, sports and weather. Uh... So, obviously, Solo's coming out soon. Yeah, yep. nothing new there, really. The big one, Fantasy Flight dropped uh, earlier this week also. It's about the hyperspace report that they are selling tickets for. That's going to be in conjunction with the uh, world event up at uh, Minneapolis, uh, in uh, the whole Star Wars World series. But uh, May the 1st, they're going to be doing the road ahead, basically, uh, the hyperspace coordinates for Star Wars in their game line going forward. So uh, we're expecting to see stuff for uh, Imperial Assault, uh, which they've already dropped some things on. Uh, probably not the LCG, because that's wrapping up soon. Uh, Armada, X-Wing, and hopefully definitely some Legion stuff. The cool news is if you're not going to be too, uh, able to attend uh, Worlds this year, that uh, they're going to be streaming it on Twitch. So you can check their FFG live channel. I think they said they're going live at 12 Central time on May the 1st. So uh, definitely keep an eye out for that. That's going to be in Minneapolis, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's going to be at their main game center and event center. But uh, tell me more about these Ewoks. Oh, yeah. Okay. So <laughs> a new book that is basically documenting the the journeys and adventures of Han Solo and Lando Calrissian, there is an excerpt that's been released where apparently Ewoks are renowned calf farmers. Now, calf being C-A-F. Not not, not baby cows. Not baby cows. Okay. And, of course, because Star Wars can't, you know, have just call things by their normal earthly names, 
calf is coffee. So apparently... One could make that <laughs> argument, yes. Apparently Ewoks are the world's or the universe's most renowned coffee bean farmers. Well, they've got those stubby little delicate fingers that are <laughs> perfect for what I assume is... Wow, really? Yeah. My, so my question is, do they just pick the coffee beans or is it like Kope uh, Luwak? You know what that is, right? Uh, I uh, well, I I do, but uh, maybe not everybody at home does. So the world's most expensive on Earth. Not this is not this is not a Star Wars thing. This is real life. The world's most expensive coffee is actually uh, a coffee bean that's extracted from the feces of a small rodent in I think Indonesia. Uh, or Malaysia, one of the two, but it's uh, called Kopaluak. All right, I'm going to cut you off now. Nobody cares, <laughs> and I don't want to hear about that. So that sounds awful. my question is, are Lando and Han drinking Ewok poop coffee? No, clearly they're not because, well, I guess if they stuffed people with coffee beans and then consumed the people, then you could do that. But that seems like too many degrees. I, I just removal. don't think it's that far-fetched to think that Ewok poop coffee could be the you know the most delicious and caffeinated of all the coffee beans. Now I know why they were so in love with C-3PO. They thought he was just like a, a, an, over, an overgrown Mr. Coffee Machine. He's a grinder. He's like yeah. the Keurig. Yeah. He's like Space Keurig. That, that's it. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. This awesome content brought to you by the Legion Outriders podcast. Now, did they do pumpkin spice? That's what I want to know. Oh did we God. have Ewok pumpkin spice coffee? These are, the, these are the questions that I must know now. No. no. No, you must really no. not. This is what happens when you don't release an official news release it, in a week, FFG. Right, yeah. yes. Is we it, talk see? about Ewok poop. But they're ethically treated little bean farmers. They are, yes. They're, okay. they're humanely treated because no fair trade coffee if you don't have you know properly mm. cared for Ewoks. I'm, I'm sure they're well compensated. Is this non-GMO sourced artisanal coffee? Yes. Is that what this is? Okay. I think so. It's very hipster. Yes. Very. Okay. <laughs> So Legion, huh? Yeah, Star Wars Legion. <laughs> this is a podcast about a game, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, in hobby news, Josh, you finally cranked out the last unit of Stormtroopers. No, huh? not the last unit oh, of Stormtroopers. I'm not only am there. I not playing this game at all, I still haven't even finished painting the damn stuff what yet. What do you do? <laughs> I have a life, and I don't mean that in a derogatory oh, way. Oh, come on. <laughs> Nobody's know, right? buying that. No, I got, I got kids and stuff, man. I like, try and sit down you and You should paint. let them go at some point. I should. Yeah, <laughs> Their yeah, families yeah. miss them. I, I, I try and sit down and paint, and then I got to peel one off of the other one, and they all want to eat and stuff. And it's like, come on, man. I got stuff to do. I got to paint here. There's hot pockets in the freezer. Exactly. No, you can't use the microwave. No, You're not yeah, old I know, right? Yeah, just gnawing <laughs> it cold. <sighs> I'm also a terrible parent, by the way. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so last night, painting up my my fourth of five units of stormtroopers, um, still have a unit of stormtroopers and a unit of bikes to do. Um, I finally came across like a way to, to paint my little camo scheme that actually looks cool. So oh good, I, I know right, <laughs> I know. So I, you know, instead of just taking a, a brush and kind of doing like slash camo, tiger stripe camo on there, I took like a dry brush and I'm just kind of like stippling it on on there and i'm like hey this looks really neat so i'll put some pictures up later does you know it, does um, it go with the the previous units you'd painted it up well yeah i mean once it, you stipple and them it, and it's no because I, I can't do it because it's all slashes because what i was doing instead of doing like the slashes of paint i was taking gray and i put it on like a dry brush and re and i was dabbing it you know okay. so it made like a like circles and splotches and stuff 
and then I took a, a different dry brush that was a little bit more worn, so it was more 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 frayed. Um, putting the purple on that, putting that over the gray, which gave it kind of a I don't even know how to describe it. It looks cool. Um, Does it have like an urban camouflage kind of more look of to an it? urban digital okay. camouflage look to it? Yeah, nice. Um, which looks a lot better than the other stuff. the The thing that sucks is I didn't really figure it out until I was about halfway through that unit. So oh, I'm okay. like, half of the unit looks really good, and like half of the unit looks like complete butt. It's it's <laughs> terrible. Um, so you're gonna strip them and start over? No, man. You're just gonna play it as it lies. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Like, okay. Yeah. If I anybody mean, gets to play about Josh, make sure to give him crap about the inconsistencies in his unit. Oh, paint I, I ain't even gonna lie, man. I mean, my my painting's <laughs> terrible. So you know, it's not the worst that I've that I've seen out there. But you know, but they're unique. They they are. Yeah, they're, they're unique, just like every other unit. Um, <laughs> well, it's the cat ears I think that really set them apart. <laughs> The little tails. But this is what I've got to deal with self-esteem-wise when I'm standing across the table from John, who, like, it, it could be, you know, a professional painter doing this full-time. And I'm like, oh, look, it's, yeah. I probably have to pay him more, you know. then, so let's not do that. It's, it's, like that kid that, it's like that kid that in elementary school goes to the science fair and his dad's, like, a nuclear physicist, you know. And you're over there with, the like, worst. play school stuff, you know, like Legos. It's like, eh, I made a volcano. Uh, yeah. Wow. You had a nice wealthy childhood playing with Legos. I know, right? <laughs> Oh, I had GoBots too. It wasn't all. Oh, it, it, wasn't, it, it, it wasn't all like you know, uh, you know, <laughs> silver spoons over here. I had GoBots too. Yeah. So, what are GoBots? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Let's not even go into that. <laughs> I'm gonna flip the table now and just leave. You're, you're, they were your bargain basement transformers in the oh, 80s. Okay. <laughs> well, we talk about the stripping models, and do you guys ever mess around with that at all? Oh yeah, I never have. Sure. I've, I've never. I've never felt that I've screwed something up that badly that I just needed to, to ball it all up and start over. Oh, you will over. be. Oh, uh, you, you will, will be. be. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, you know, and that's even with X-Wing stuff. Because, like, some people have asked, you know, do you, do you strip X-Wings? Because they come pre-painted. Yeah. You know, do you strip Such the X-Wings? You just do it. I mean, their paint works as a, great, as a great primer anyways. But, you know, I've never been so unhappy with something. Part of that's because I have very low standards, but I've never <laughs> been so unhappy with something that I felt the need to just ball it up and start over. Um, but Matt, you've messed around with with. That oh before. yeah, absolutely. Especially if you're like ever getting like a secondhand army or something yeah. that doesn't match your paint scheme or is just done horribly, or you are just absolutely disgusted with what you have done. Just dump it in the simple green overnight, and then yeah, you know, take a brush to it. Yeah, that's honestly that's been my go-to has been simple green. Yeah. Uh, I know other people have, have you know talked about how like purple power is another one that's that's popular. Uh, yeah. I think simple green's pretty much located only in the states. I don't know if you can get that. When I lived in I'm Germany, I'm sure there's some sort of equivalent out there somewhere. Yeah, when I lived in Germany, they didn't have it, um, but they they have other solvents that are similar to it. I'm not sure what the active ingredient is, but. Something as simple as just yeah leaving it in there overnight, taking a toothbrush to it, some kind of firm brush, and just scraping. Oh, they stuff did. Off. It was just under der Schimpel Grün. <laughs> Apologies to any German listeners out there. It wasn't that bad, actually. I don't know if that's a, the direct translation, but, but uh, well, whatever simple is, I don't know. I, I am simple. That's what I'm getting at. I think you, you've got to be careful though when you're stripping models. Get us back on track here. Um, 
I've seen horror stories where people are trying to use something new. Like I saw this one guy put a model in like this ultrasonic jewelry cleaner and it like for like three hours and like melted the model. And it, oh, so, wow. yeah, so you got to be really careful about what you're finding out there uh, yeah. because some methods work really great for the certain plastics that certain manufacturers use. Um, you know, if you find something, so you, you've really got to be careful on what you're doing out there. Yeah, what I, mean, I just heard was an amazing kind of torture device for rebel prisoners. You dump, <laughs> dump them in the sonic bath and just as a slowly. Oh, yeah. There's that too, yeah. Right before you freeze them in carbonite. Right. <laughs> That's only if we care if we want to keep them around or not. Wait, so when did you turn into like this imperial apologist? You know, I, uh, I, I flip-flop. You know, I'm uh, wishy-washy. Whoever's winning that week in the galaxy, that's uh, where my allegiance is. I'm a bandwagon jumper. I want to do. I want to do a like a quick flashback to our first episode where we talked about what armies we were most excited about playing. Mm-hmm. Josh, is, he stayed the same. He was yeah. adamantly imperial. I believe you said, Matt, that you were most excited about playing the rebels, but you were going to buy both. I, I, and I did. Yeah. And I say lots of things. I can't be held accountable. <laughs> For things that happened like weeks ago. No, I'm, I'm going to be the vindictive girlfriend here, and I'm going to be like, you said six episodes okay. ago so, that you wanted to be a rebel player. I'm coming up with a sonic bath torture device. <laughs> Who does that sound more like, the imperial side or the rebels? The terrorists, oh. definitely. Right. I, I don't know. Yeah, who, who, had inter- who had interrogation droids? Yeah. Who had the? No, they were that wasn't a flu droids. shot, Mister. Who had like the drone <laughs> with the giant like syringe poking out that was going to go right at Princess Leia with in Episode One or no, New Hope? Yeah, that was the Imperials. Yeah, that yeah. was. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. You know, torture. Just because it was black, don't. It was. A, it was an assault interrogation droid. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yes. Black doesn't automatically mean evil. It's not black hats. I mean, come on here. <laughs> But uh, it's kind of funny because I, I was planning on being both Imperial and Rebel player, and uh, I've kind of stuck with Rebels the entire time. I've actually yet to even put my Imperial army on the table. I think I'm a little bit – I'm pretty much 50-50 on which I've been playing, so maybe ahead on one Rebel game or something. But I don't even own Rebel models. I'm sure you traded all of them right off the I bat. I traded them all you? away. Literally, uh, whatever anybody's playing, I will play the opposite on. That's I probably cool. should – practice some mirror matches at some point but oh you got rebels cool let me go get some stormtroopers all right well let's uh let's get into our main topic for the day before that though we've got a quick message from our sponsors tune in every wednesday to radio free tatooine a star wars podcast that's better than some and worse than others take a trip to a water cooler far far away as we bring some casual fun conversation into the star wars podcasting community hosted by me sean my sister Amy, and John. Radio Free Tattooing. We may not know what we're talking about, but we sure know how to record it. For more, visit RadioFreeTattooing.com, a proud member of the Radio Free Tattooing Podcast Network. You're listening to the Legion Outriders Podcast, a member of the Radio Free Tattooing Network, recorded on location at Power 9 Games. Whether you're looking for the latest releases from Legion, X-Wing, 40K, Magic, or any of our other extensive inventory of board and card games, head to Power9Games.com and use coupon code OUTRIDER10 to get 10% off your order. Plus, shipping is free on orders over $100. Now, back to the Outriders. And we're back with Legion Outrider Podcast. 
Getting into our main discussion for today's episode, we're looking at some of the big facking news that has been uh, laid upon us by Alex Davey. <laughs> thought we agreed when we were going to do any more fact puns. I didn't. I didn't agree to that. Oh. <laughs> You're the dad joke pun master over that, here. I'm just saying I mean, there, there's a threshold, you know. Okay. And and if I am that is my realm, then. But okay. if we're just going to fack it all ju- up and go just, for it, you're just mad that he's encroaching on your territory. Yeah, yeah no, encroaching on my decrees. All right, I'll, I'll try to stay away from the threshold. Yeah. Can we fact just a little, a little bit of the fact? Okay. Just the facts. Okay, just the facts. All right, so we got some email, some new emails from Alex Davy that's been sent out to various uh, inquirers. Yeah, by way, is... we mean the internet. He's yeah. not yes. sending us anything. Yeah, he's yeah. not saying, but, but I mean, this is the cool thing about this community where, you know, if folks have questions, they have an open line to the developer, like yeah. the, the man well. that, you know, I, I can't imagine what his inbox looks like. He must oh, have yeah. 10,000 emails a day from people that's what I'm saying. Maybe an open line questions. is a little bit overstating, yeah. but well, he is at least picking and choosing some good responses. Sure, and he's he's receptive to issues, which is really really good. So yeah. you know, that's one of the things that I think is really healthy about the community is that, in lieu of getting a a no kidding rules update FAQ, um, we we're getting these little mini updates yeah. as we go. And I wouldn't and, say I wouldn't say in the, lieu of though, because it's not like he, he, they they've talked about how they plan on putting one out. It's just that we haven't gotten it yet, so it kind of to hold us over. Still that sure. soon, TM yeah. holdovers. Sure, that, and maybe that's a better thing. But you go onto the Legion Facebook group, the main page on there, and they're all being aggregated in a, mm-hmm. in a kind of a running list of all of the fact updates from Alex Davy, which is awesome too. Um, so I, I think that's really a positive thing. But boy, this one that we're about to talk about was something that I didn't even think about. Frankly, which one? Which one are you hinting at here? Oh, the the battle meditation. Okay, oh, I, I okay. think that's the big news of the week. I, I is, agree. Uh, yeah. is is battle med? Um, I think you dropped that in our little group chat we have earlier in the week, and I think me and John were like, "No, that's dumb. Yeah. That's not how that works." So uh, you know, you look at the 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 wording for battle meditation, and it says when you issue orders, one of those orders can't be issued to any any friendly unit on the battlefield. And the way everybody's been playing it for the last three weeks, because, I mean, this wasn't even an issue yeah. up until this point, is basically it's a force-powered comlink. Yeah. You know, you pull the command card, it says two troopers, and you can issue one of those units to any trooper on the battlefield. Which is great, because they can't usually take right. the comms yeah. upgrades. Right. It has you use. Know. It has yeah. definite playability. Yeah, it definitely has use. So somebody was, like, looking at the actual wording of, of the, the card and said, well, wait a minute. When you say when you issue an order that order can be issued to any unit on the battlefield and said, well, wait a minute. If I pull a card that says, say, Son of Skywalker, that says I can only issue a, uh, an order to Luke Skywalker, that's yeah. it. By the wording of the card, it says when you issue an order to Luke Skywalker, that issue that order can be issued to any unit on the battlefield. Doesn't that mean I can issue an order to a T-47 or something else? And everybody was kind of like, and, and you guys were too. And you guys no, because like, he's not Luke Skywalker, yeah. right? You know, <laughs> and and it, 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 it's like one of those well duh things. Like, of course you can't. That, that's not what the card means. But email Alex Davy and somebody used that that exact scenario. Son of Skywalker, can I then turn around and issue that to a T forty seven? And he was like, Well, yeah, of course, why not? And, and and Son of Skywalker still works. Yeah. Right. So. Luke still gets his benefit. He still gets his second attack and, and all that stuff. But you can battle med to issue that order to somebody else. And, and now that I look at the wording of the card, 
knowing how FFG words things from like playing X-Wing and things like that, it's like a, well, yeah, duh. Why wouldn't you be able to do that to well, me? Yeah, and and you were, from the get-go, you were very much in the, you know, on that side of, uh, I think this is probably what's going to, what it's supposed to be. And Matt and I were both kind of like, well, I, I don't know. I mean, we, I was assuming you, you called precedence from X-Wing, and yeah. I was like, well, that's cool. This is a different game, though. Yeah, it's a different game. But, but never I mean, mind. You were right. Yeah. <laughs> is that what you wanted, Josh? Is this no, why you wanted? No, no, no. You were no, right, no, no. Josh. Um, but I think that has huge implications for you know, strategy going forward because that opens up a whole lot of stuff. Oh, it boy, really do does. It. Uh-huh. And, and I, Before we get into that, I, I just want to point out that this is the importance of you know differentiating rules as written from rules as intended and not assuming intention. Because right. I'd gone into this, I guess, assuming what the rule was intended as, oh, as opposed to... I'm how, so guilty of that yeah. all the yeah, time. Yeah, me too. I mean, I've been playing it literally as a force-powered comp link. Yeah. You know? Cool. It's the same amount of points. It makes sense. Exactly, yes. <laughs> so, and I think that's probably one of the holdovers from other games, from yeah. playing things like 40K and Bolt Action and War Machine and whatnot, that, you know, we tend to bring in some of that baggage. And I fail to heed Yoda's words of, you know... This game continues to surprise me. <laughs> Always I mean, two there are. Uh, what? Wait, three? <laughs> no, not that one. Another Skywalker you have to there unlearn is. what you've learned. Oh, that one. That, yeah, you know, that's appropriate the for the topic. The thing that we say right in the beginning of our show. Oh, that know, one. It's in the open. Yeah, mm. I, I forgot that. And yeah, so Alex Davey proved Josh right. And damn, that's a good card. Uh, yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, it is. I mean, it's it, it's into, especially as, a, as an Imperial player, with Vader that has three four spots auto include for oh, me absolutely, absolutely. yeah um, you know rebel players with two four slots they've got a little bit of a bigger choice that they've got to make like okay what am I going to take off of here um, yeah and but it, I mean I, I for, like to run a cheap Luke uh, I usually like maybe a saber throw if I'm expecting to see a bunch of vehicles or something like that but uh, battle meditation seems like. Plus one all the it's time. Amazing. Vader, it's I think is the tougher choice still because there's oh, so many I, things I want to have on him like all the time. I think he's an auto include on Vader. I think it's it's a tougher call. So what are you Luke. giving up? Your your reflexes, your saber no. throw, saber your... throw, reflexes, battle meditation. Yep. So no force choke, no no pull. force choke, no no push, no. And wow. the funny thing is that's how I've been running my Vader the entire time, um, without knowing how it for is for both games. Yeah, for both games. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> You'll get more games in, buddy. Okay. You're, so ju- you're so bitter today. I am. Why? why I want everybody so bitter, to play this Matt? game and have fun with it. Why? But really, you have to look at what, you know. It's too many Ewok coffee beans. I know, obviously. <laughs> that just ruined your entire world. Uh, it's probably a, an area of the Star Wars universe I could have gone on living without. <laughs> All right, without getting too off topic, you know, Basically, we're looking at these cards as what's it replacing, and is it a better card than what you know? Back to sports reference, rules about or wins above replacement is is this going to give you more bang for the buck? And I can't see it being. I, I can't see force push being better than, than battle meditation now. And I, and I, you've heard how much I've advocated for force push. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's a very good situational card. Yeah. Meditation just gives you so many options now. Because it was good on its own. And, yeah. you know, the ability, like you said, like using it like a comm link, I mean, that's going to save you points from having to run long-range comms on your, you know, well, on it's your speeder bikes points, or whatever. There were units that versatile. could not have. It's yeah, more versatile. Exactly. I mean, what if, you, if you're spending it to put it on your speeder bike and then your speeder bike gets blown up, you know, turn one, that all of a sudden you've lost those points. Whereas this, you can transfer to other units. 
it's extremely versatile, and then you add on the you know, the ability to use it in lieu of other cards. I, I think the big thing is tactical flexibility. Exactly. Like, yeah. uh, you know, with, with the command cards, especially when you start using character-specific command cards that have specific limitations, you know, you may want to use Son of Skywalker right now because you need him to attack twice, but he's in a position where, okay, turn one, he's not going to be threatened. Right, you know, or after that first activation of your opponent, mm-hmm. you know, it's not like you're in base to base with, um, you're not in base to base with Darth Vader. So okay, I don't, I don't need to go right now to get my attacks in before he gets, you know, before he gets engaged. But gee, I really need that two health ATST to go right now. Yeah. Right. Um, or ATRT or something like that. Um, because rebels don't have ATSDs. <laughs> not yet. Not, not until yet. Chewbacca. Yeah, 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 yeah. When not the Chewbacca yet. upgrade yeah, yeah, card yeah, yeah, comes yeah, yeah, out. Yeah, don't get me started. <laughs> um, you know, or I need that. I need that that two health airspeeder to go right now. Yeah. Right. But because it's going to die. It's in a bad tactical situation. I need to get one more attack off with it, so I get my points worth out of it before it gets blown out of the sky. And um, I, I think that's going to be the scenario that's going to be the most right. You know, they have the, the most play because that is what the biggest problem with the airspeeder is: is it's a glass cannon. Mm-hmm. It can it has the best weapon in the game, but it's also very very fragile. Right. It, it, th- this ruling of battle meditation basically takes Son of Skywalker and turns it into a one pip super powered standing orders card. Yeah, or, I, or, I would you I, know. It's it's as good as assault, except for it's got the added bonus. Now, granted, I would much rather use the assault for that purpose. Or ambush. Uh, ambush. 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 Sure. ambush. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. So I would much rather use it for that purpose because then I'm not wasting Luke's ability to attack twice. Sure. But if you're not using Luke in a forward role to you know actively go and insult or assault and you know engage in close combat, mm-hmm. you're right. It's a second one pip card sure. that you can use to get that first action, probably with an airspeeder mm-hmm. in, in Rebels' case. Yeah. It's 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 so good. Yeah. So good. <laughs> and and you, like you said, tactical flexibility is the name of the game. And that was the biggest reason I advocated for force push because it has the flexibility to you know pull units closer to you to engage in close combat, throw units out of cover. It's still a great card, but coming from a Luke player where I've got only two to choose from, I still think force reflex, force, force reflex is a very good card. And for Vader, it's a must-take. I, just, I don't see saber throw or reflex as being replaceable. On Vader? On Vader. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely not. Because like, he's he's too slow, um, so you need to, that ranged attack exactly, to be yeah. able to do some damage. Saber, and it, and saber throw's not down. a big deal. Saber throw's not a big deal on Luke because he's got the he's got the pistol. Exactly, And it still yeah. does the pierce and, and, and all of that. So you, you don't need saber throw because what you're getting above the, 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 the pistol isn't much. I mean, different dice and, and whatnot, but... I think that this is actually really timely, too, because we got so many people that are excited for Veers and ready to jump ship. This is a very unique power because it is a Force-sensitive sensitive power yeah. that uh, Vader can do that gives him some support capability that people hadn't been exercising before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he's not just a choppy murder machine. Yeah. Right? yeah. I think you're probably going to have to think twice now if you're going to just automatically throw Veers in there instead of Vader. Oh, I'm still going to do that, but <laughs> there's at least some deliberation. But I, I, I think with Rebels especially, though, we're, we're going to see a lot of play from it. I mean, you, you could now possibly look at the possibility of running a completely troop-based double Veers-Vader list. Yeah. 
You know, no bikes, no ATSTs, but with the flexibility of the DL19, uh, DLT19, you know, maybe you don't need, you know, the, you don't need that, you know, out of an ATST or, or, or a unit of bikes. Um, so yeah, I mean, wow, mind blown. Like, yeah. find all the mind blown gifts and put them all right there because that's me. Are you gonna paint up like six more troop squads? No. What's the most you can take? <laughs> six. 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 Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. So I'm gonna have, you know, I, I've got one, I've got one unit of snowtroopers pre-ordered, um, and I've got five units of stormtroopers. So that'll whenever give me like they six, come out, um, <laughs> whenever, yeah. So to be <sighs> determined. Flight. Yeah, we'll so, let you know. Now the other, the other uh, fact that that kind of drew my attention was we talked a little bit last week about standby and how that might help with things like the HH12. Well, I maybe. kind of, yeah, maybe. There was a little bit of clarification on another thing relevant to standby, and to me, this is a, kind of a negative implication for standby. Apparently, if you're in standby and a unit compulsory moves into range two, now of course the the ruling on on standby is anytime a unit performs an action within range two, ah, ah then, I see what you're saying. Then now. you can use standby. However, it was ruled that a compulsory move does yep. not count as an action. That is not. So. So your if bikes you move, and your T-47s, they do not trigger standby. So if you move a bike or T-47 into range two of the, of, you know, on standby, that does not trigger it. You can shoot at that unit, and because they will then have a suppression token, mm-hmm. they lose their standby. When is a move not a move? Like, like, and, when and it's a compulsory move. Yeah, when no, it's a compulsory move, exactly. That, yeah. But you know, in a game that has free actions, yeah. that's essentially what a compulsory move is. You're simulating the speed of a unit by forcing it to take a free action. A move's a move. You know? I, I agree with you, and I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't like it. I don't like it either. But, I mean, there's a lot of people that don't like that standby ruling that you can move a cumbersome weapon, you know, sit down, you know, move it, sit down, take a, and take a standby, and then still shoot with it because it's wordsmithing it on somebody else's activation. Yeah. Um, well, the cool thing, though, uh, is... You don't have to like it. We've got a clear oh, no, way I to play it. That. So yeah. that's the important thing, I no, think. There's many things that I don't like, so, you know, <laughs> and I, I, I do it anyways. <laughs> but I feel like that's going gonna, gonna to change things. We haven't even seen the fleet troopers come out yet, and I feel like that's going to be a big knock against them already. Like, and, I, and I really was looking forward to running some fleet troopers, and I, I may still pick a few up just because the models are cool, and, you know, who knows, the, the meta may shift, but one of their most powerful abilities is the ability to take a free standby. Mm-hmm. and They get an aim when they stand by. They, I'm sorry, they, they yeah. get an aim when they stand by. And I don't know. I think you're still forcing your opponent to react to what you're doing, and so now they got to think around that standby. Okay. So if they're going to dedicate a speeder unit so they can not hit the laser trip wire of your reaction then guess what they're still reacting to something you're doing mm-hmm. it's it's a good area denial thing especially with the fleet troopers that only have weapons that go out to range two anyways yeah yeah you know uh, that's you know that that's one of the things that i don't think people talk about enough in the game is, is kind of area denial yeah. um, i've seen a lot of people on you know discord and on facebook and reddit that say oh the hh12 is terrible it's like no i mean range four anti-armor it's a great area denial weapon yeah. Um, I've seen I've seen matches where somebody parks it and you know it's kind of a, a, a cross from an ATST and the 
the player playing the ATSD doesn't even want to move it anywhere close to that, you know, so they just keep it pinned back and firing, which, you know, I've taken a I've taken an 80-point unit and I've used it to pin down 200 points of, you know, of, of opponent. So, you know, I, it's one of those things that I don't think people talk enough about and probably should be. There's a l- little bit of sticker shock still, I think, with the HH-12. It's an expensive upgrade, but it does give you some unique capabilities. And I think that because you're so reliant on using it against uh, armor, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's pretty much worthless against troopers, where at least, like, the... No, it's still three black dice. Yeah, it's three black day. dice. Yeah. I don't think it's well, worthless against troopers. Considering, I mean, I'd rather have two red, but yeah, still. Considering the unit firing, it normally throws white dice. No, but the impact you know. isn't going to help you against troopers. No, it's not going to hurt you. Yeah, it, but uh, it's not going to hurt you either. I mean, no. it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's an attack I mean, with three black I mean, dice. I mean, cost efficiency. I mean, yeah, sure. You know, sure. And deal. you can always just whip out your little E11 and, you know, save your rocket for the next round. Right. True, yeah. So I'm not saying it's, got, it's worthless, but it, it's not as... I'd still probably run the, the, the DL instead. Yeah, I think most people agree with that. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I, it's it, it's it's a very situational thing. But yeah, yeah. No. How much how much has range come into effect? How have you guys have played so far? Um, have you you know tried to outrange huge. things? Yeah. No, it's a big part of the yeah, game. Yeah, it's huge. Yeah, I mean, I, to the to the point where sorry, I don't mean to no no go for it. Yeah. To the point where I've seen not only uh, and it's something that I didn't realize you could do. Um, but when they say pre-measure, they mean pre-measure. So I've, I've seen people take range rulers and range out from the other unit and just lay it on the board and yep. then move to make sure that they stay out of that range. Sure. You know, or, or they, they take a range from a certain point because you can measure anything on the board. They say, oh, I think I'm going to end up there, so I'm going to put a range ruler down to here to kind of check to see where my – yeah, range is huge. Um, and, and the things that people are doing to check ranging is continues to surprise me because um, you know I, I don't I don't think like that I guess um. <laughs> yeah. well, I know in our game that we played John I had my ATST kind of he was too far away from the fight and I definitely did not get my value for him even as though the cl- game was really close because I overestimated range four. And I was like, oh, he should be able to reach out and touch whatever I need to. And he could not. So uh, you kept moving your stuff back, just keeping it out of range. So I had an ineffective 200-plus point model that uh, the last turn of the game, the best thing he could do was uh, run towards the uh, enemy side of the board and get me an objective point. Well, my philosophy on on fighting against ATST so far, and I've had pretty good success against him, is either you go all out and try to kill it, or you completely try to avoid it entirely, mm-hmm. and definitely I, my, my placement helped you on that uh, yeah, true, <laughs> strategy. So for most of them, I just tried to avoid it completely, and then I sent one unit as a decoy, and then I ran another unit completely around him. So I made you choose between: do you want to turn to shoot this other unit, yeah, or do you want to face the unit that's in front of you? And Luckily, course, you helped me out because I was running two units of bikes, and he blew most of them up, except for one guy. Let me tell you, one <laughs> one bike guy running around is a great cleanup unit. I that's been the bane of my existence in a couple of games. It's uh-huh. just like one single biker who managed to survive, and I was like, he's got one wound left. I'm not going to worry about him. <laughs> oh man! And then he either runs over to score an objective, or mm-hmm. just you know shoots one guy who's just trying to you know get to the objective. Not a fan. It's it, it, and it's you say that it's an old adage from back in in the, my D and D days. The orc with one hit point still swings his axe. <laughs> like <laughs> you, you can't. They're not dead till they're dead. You know. <laughs> well, I mean, 
it's one of those things where I don't want to waste an entire unit of unit shooting at it, or you know, the one case where I split fire mm-hmm. with the Z6 and the How'd rest of the troopers. It didn't go at all. Like, <laughs> I, I have this weird like dichotomy of my luck where my rotary. I, I have better luck with rotary cannons than I think anyone in the history of of shooting a rotary cannon. Like, I the number of crits that I get is ridiculous. Then I'll throw a Z6 and I'll get six blanks every time. <laughs> Never fails. I was like, how, like, the odds are, like, they look like the same way. I just need to get a, a trooper unit to rip a rotary cannon off of a dead ATRT. And speaking of and spiking dice, that was some of the most epic Darth Vader armor saves that I think I've ever had. Oh, yeah. Ever. Yeah. Yeah, I, 15 wounds, and I think I saved uh, 11 of them. Over the course of the game, he faced he faced the full yeah. wrath of the, the you know the triple attack Luke where he uh-huh. gets the you know the, yeah. the charge attack and then yeah, the next yeah, turn yeah. Son of Skywalker. Yeah. He got all three of those, faced the full brunt of it, and yeah, he walked away relatively unscathed. So I think that's why I was so laser focused on just finishing Luke off because I was so high <laughs> on all those armor That, that insolent bastard. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. We'll show him. <laughs> all too easy. <laughs> it was a good matchup. I'm looking forward to the next matchup we can get in there because I think. Uh, I don't know, tomorrow night we're going to do our game night, so I don't know if Matt's going to be able to play it all tomorrow night. Yeah, I should be able to. Yeah. All right, well, otherwise I'll, I may have to face somebody else for once. Cause I think, oh, man. <laughs> I think you and I have our, our rival matches going already. Uh, I, I'm due. I'm due. Well, uh, I know if we don't get the game in then, we've got the tournament coming up next oh, week. Oh, yes! Tell hey, us about the tournament, I'm so yes. excited to talk hey. about it. What are you talking about? I have no, no <laughs> what, information. What no. Many Bothans died. <laughs> they didn't have to. They just died. So what's what's going on in this tournament? So yeah, we're we're very excited. We're going to be doing a uh, May the Sith or, or Revenge of the Sith for May fifth uh, event. It's going to be our next tournament here at Power Nine. It's going to be a doubles event. We're going to give that a try. See, uh, see if we can figure out a way to make that run. Basically, uh, people are going to show up with an eight hundred point list uh, constructed as per normal. Uh, and then they can bring a partner or have one assigned to them. There can be duplicate people on the field. doesn't matter. The only thing they're going to have to do is uh, combine a command hand of seven cards with no duplicates in there. But uh, other than that, it's going to be, yeah, 2v2 games. We're just going to do two rounds, three hours apiece, and mostly it's going to be an excuse to just hang out, play Star Wars, and uh, do some giveaways and stuff. Grand so. Army. Yeah. Six by four. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it should be pretty interesting. So with this, you're going to allow Rebel and Imperial players to play on the same side? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah this yeah. is going to be a casual for funsies event. It'll be like Iron Eagle 2. It'll be great. <laughs> was that the one with Louis Gossett Jr. in it? Uh, they're all with Louis Gossett Jr. in it. But that's, that's the that's one the where one the Americans team about. up with the yeah. Russians to, to blow up the, the, like the, the unnamed uh, Middle Eastern countries, uh, you know, because it was all fictional. Kerplakistan? Yeah, Ker- yeah Kerplakistan to build up, to, to blow up their nuclear reactor, you know. So, yeah, <laughs> that's synopsis. what it's going to be like. Yeah. That's, that's great. That's exactly what we were going for. It was Iron Eagle 2. Yeah. So. That's, that's, that's the uh, the new segment we have on the show, is, you know, <laughs> reviewing or providing the synopsis for 80s action movies. Hey, once we started talking about the Khan film, Khan film Festival, it was all downhill from there. <laughs> wow. But uh, so you said that you can have the command hand as as long as you don't have the duplicates of cards. Now, sure. if he's running Imperials and I'm running Rebels, can I have three Luke cards and he can have three Vader cards? Sure. And one standing orders. This is awesome. Yeah. One standing Most orders. Most awesome. Okay. Yeah. Because you, you have standing orders. Can it be an amp? Oh no, because you've got to have. You, you always have, have to have two standing orders. Yeah. 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 Yep. Damn it. Yeah. So oh. that's one thing that, that we haven't seen come up yet because you only have one right. commander per side. Yeah. But. Again, we're kind of just shooting on the hip from this one uh, just to try and have some fun. So don't try to break the game too much, guys. 
Oh, probably. No, we're probably no, not no. even going to win it, but no, no, <laughs> probably not even going to win the whole thing, you know, because <laughs> there is only two rounds. Unless right. we only have yeah. a yeah. few teams show up, there will probably be. But if you're in the Las Vegas winners. area, or if you like making the drive over from California, hell yeah, and, come and on we, down. We haven't upset you too much with our anti-California hockey talk. Yeah, swing on down. <laughs> this is going to be interesting because I, it looks like most of our downloads come from Northern California. <laughs> and that's, rich gaming tapestry. It is. It is. is. Yeah, it is. And yeah. they're rich San Jose Shark fan territory as well. Which, hey, mad props to the San Jose Sharks fan base because they do have a pretty dedicated fan base for being a you know not necessarily traditional hockey area. We're all Legion fans here, though. Yeah, okay. for sure. Let's let's focus on the common <laughs> brotherhood instead of the things that made. I, I could have sworn you said not so much hobby, hockey talk this time. At the all right, of the all right. Okay. Snuck a little bit more hockey talk in there. It's still like ninety nine. Can't help yourself. <laughs> we, have, we have listeners in Canada. I'm sure they appreciate that. Oh yeah, no. Well, that's pretty much all we have to talk about this week. Do you have anything else you guys want to mention? Uh, one thing that that I would mention is you know if you're you're looking for community resources or another place to. To talk about the game, I know. I know my Facebook feed now because of all the groups that I've joined is basically <laughs> it's Legion Book. Do you and, actually and, get any work done during the day? No, I don't. Okay. Um, <laughs> but if you're looking for another place, it's kind of more, uh, another place to discuss or anything like that. You know, we've talked about Facebook and Reddit. Um, there is a Discord server out there. Um, I'll put up a link uh, once this episode goes live. I'll throw up a link to the Discord server. So if you're looking, uh, you know, I'm on there. Um, my handle is Outriders Josh. <laughs> Real original. Um, <laughs> You know, say hi, gonna, whatever. I was going to take Outriders, Josh. <laughs> That's too bad. I'll trade you. I'll rename myself. I'll be Outriders Matt, and I'm, you can be... No, I'll be the real Outriders, Josh. <laughs> Jesus. Good Lord. The things I will post in your name, sir. <laughs> uh, trust me, I don't think you can do any worse than I've already <laughs> That's done. That's fair. Never mind. So, uh, He's going to make no. you look positive. Yeah. Right? <laughs> He's going to say nice things to people. What happened to Josh? He's so cheery. Um, I don't know. If we get this Matt... The Matt that we've had on this podcast, this episode, he's, he's been... He's, he's just snarky. Been, yeah, I know. He's am, been, I, am, I, am I grumpy today? Straight no, ragey. Oh, yeah. okay. You transfer that restraining bolt. I know, right? Oh. You get the shot collar now. Anyways, check out the Discord server. A lot of good discussions going on there. They even have a Tabletop Simulator League that's going on. Um, if you're not familiar with Tabletop Simulator... Don't look into it. It's basically a way to play tabletop games through your PC. Um, it, they even have a VR app, which is pretty pretty awesome. Um, <laughs> so there's a full league, kind of like how X-Wing has Vassal. Um, there's a full league going on through the Discord server for Tabletop Simulator. I think they got 40, 45 people in it. Um, so if you're looking for another Legion fix, Tabletop Simulator through Discord is a really good way to get it. So um, we'll, we'll pop that link up uh, uh, when this episode goes live, and you guys can check it out as you wish. Awesome. Matt, anything else you want to bring up without being too snarky? Too snarky? No, I'm afraid you've limited my interactions, too. Hey, thanks for listening, guys. Well, if you don't have anything nice to say, Matt, don't say anything at all. Well, then that just takes me off the podcast, I think. All right, folks, that's our show for this week. Just want to remind you that the Legion Outrider podcast is brought to you by the Radio Free Tatooine Network, a podcast network that's better than some and worse than others. To see the full lineup of shows, head to RadioFreeTatooine.com. See you next week, Outriders. You've been listening to the Legion Outriders podcast, a member of the Radio Free Tatooine Network. A member at the end. Do you understand? 
For more from The Outriders, make sure you like us on Twitter at Legion Outriders, subscribe to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash Legion Outriders, and make sure you like and subscribe to the podcast. Thanks for listening. You're all clear, kid. Now let's blow this thing and go home.